Thank you so much for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast show. I am your host, Sharon Feckety, and you are here to listen to others talk about the business of medicine. Don't forget to subscribe, share it with somebody else that is in the business of medicine so we can all learn together. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to my solo episode of The Dr. Whisperer. Today, we are going to talk about nepotism in the workplace. I recently wrote a newsletter, my first newsletter on LinkedIn. So I would encourage you to read it, a story that I have not told, I don't think, on this show is I started to write a book with a physician that I used to work with 10 years ago. And it was never published because, well, there was a lot of nepotism in that workplace, but that's not why the book was never published. Just a lot of things changed and made a decision to just focus on my business versus focusing on this book. And the book that I I'm much more passionate about if you're watching and uh, not listening, whatever, you can see it here if you're watching The Broken Road to Mental Health and Life and in Business. But um, I think that there's been one thing that has not changed in all the years that I've been working in this industry of healthcare, and that is nepotism in the medical industry. You know, when I was in my 20s and director of operations for New York Medical, I mean, I can clearly remember a neurologist girlfriend calling the office obsessively. Now he was married, so it was his girlfriend. And showing up and uh, all these different affairs that went on. And and that kind of parlayed through my whole career in the healthcare industry. And there's usually somebody related working in the practice whether it's the husband, the wife, the mother-in-law, the mother, the neighbor, the cousin. I mean, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. It's uh, 25 years later, not much has changed, which is really unfortunate. And I'm going to tell you why I think it's unfortunate. If you think, if say you have a privately held medical practice and your wife is running the practice, she's the practice administrator and you have all these employees, but you know, the wife is really cool. That's, you know, what I usually hear. No, she's really cool and everybody likes her. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, who's going to say they don't like her and, and maybe they do, but nobody's ever going to tell her the truth because she's married to the doctor that writes his name on the paycheck. And I've seen it the other way where the husband is running the practice and the team usually feels like, well, I better be careful of what I say because I'm a married woman of 13 years now. And my husband knows a lot of stuff, no matter what uh, we tell our partners, even if they say, oh, this goes nowhere. Well, think again, my friends, 
So there's been a lot of nepotism in the workplace through my career. And I just want to really encourage people today to consider how that can affect your practice negatively if there is a family member or any kind of relation or very good friend lurking in the practice. Not only are the employees not going to trust you, but if one of your family members isn't doing the job that you think they should be, maybe they're even losing money for you. Who knows? Um, It's going to be very difficult for you to terminate the person that you're married to or you're related to or you're friends with. And for partners that come into practice, they certainly don't want to see that there's an administrator that is the spouse of maybe the senior doc in the practice. So there's never been a time where it's worked out in all the years. I remember working with this one group in Tampa, Florida, where they were very good friends, these two doctors, and one of the doctors had a drinking problem. And they wanted me as the outside consultant to sit down with this doctor and and have a discussion because they were friends and they wouldn't be able to do that. And it would make them look bad. They needed an outside source to do it. I mean, I could tell 25 different stories that would make for a really great reality show, quite honestly. But ultimately, it never works out. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for that to be a situation that has worked. 10 years consulting never happened. There's always been something. It's always been lurking. And lurking is the word that I use most often. It's even in the newsletter. (laughs) They're lurking. Uh, So I really would hope that at this stage, you would consider hiring somebody that's not personally related to you, personally going to affect you, making difficult decisions, which is what actually happens in business. We make very, very difficult decisions. And, you know, if employees are fighting and they're friends and they're friends with a wife and there's a, I don't know, an engagement party to go to, and there's tension in the office and then maybe the person's not going to, it's a, it's an, it's a nightmare guys. It really is. So that said, I can't stress it enough. It's the first chapter that I wrote because that's how important it is to me. Now I will give you full disclosure and be as transparent as possible because that's who I am as a human being. I had to learn that lesson again recently, and it really took me for a loop because most of the time it is not the physician who's hired me, It's not, it's, it's usually this lurking person that doesn't understand that I'm not there to cause rifts. I'm really only there as an extension. I'm there to help. And I had to learn that lesson again, just very, very recently. And now I'm no longer working with this client because, you know, horrible things were said to an employee of mine and I will not 
put up with toxicity in my workplace. I hope that you will consider not having it in yours. I think that if we would all take a step back and just consider how difficult it can be when you mix the two, it is, it's toxic and it is unfortunate. So, you know, Maya Angelou has all of these great, wonderful quotes. And the one life lesson I feel like takes me is still taking me the longest to learn is when people show you who they are, you have to believe them. Why would I think it would change? Why? I remember learning that lesson when I was running this last medical practice that there was some affairs going on. It was very toxic. I mean, beyond what I could ever uh, tell you about here today. And I've never named it. I've never spoken about who and what and when and where and why. It doesn't matter. That toxic energy inside of a business is just not acceptable. It's just not. There's tension, there's uncomfortability, there's secrets, there's, you know, hiding things. I mean, I have seen it all. I've seen a lot of money hidden from a lot of wives throughout my tenure. I have seen a lot of that. That is for sure. So man, oh man, ladies, I have just seen it all. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of affairs, you know? Now that had nothing to do with the last uh, lesson that I had to learn, but there's something to be said about being self-aware when you are about to embark in business. You, you have to, somebody has to tell you the truth, you know? And I think many years ago, it would have taken me a lot longer to go, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this. I, I got to let you go because I lose financially. I also lost a, a relationship that I really valued. I had a professional relationship with a, a group that I really enjoyed and worked with for years, but I can't, um, I can't do that anymore. And so I, I feel good telling you this because when I speak it out loud, it makes me accountable. I won't have to learn that lesson again because, you know, as uh, a Jan Levansant says, and if you don't know her, just look her up. When you see crazy, you got to cross the street. And when I felt, you know, the drama and the insanity, I did not listen to my own gut that said, this, this can't work. I, I mean, I knew it. I would have these, you know, days where I go, oh, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to do this because there's too much nepotism hanging around here and there's too much drama and and it's a shame. It's just a shame because it doesn't have to be that way. And, um, and I, I think a lot of times, you know, I, I did not come from healthcare and I've had a 25 year career in the medical industry. I, I was a project manager in telecom before I ended up in the medical industry. So I don't even necessarily think that somebody has to come with um, clinic, well, with business in the medical 
world to do well in business in the medical world. I think that all of my transferable skills from working at a law firm, from uh, being a project manager in Manhattan, really helped me tremendously when I did finally transition into medical finally. I mean, I was in my 20s. I'm 50 now. And, um, you know, running a, a big place in New York with a really small but very mighty team was fantastic. We had no drama between us in this team, but there was a ton of it around us. And a lot of it had to do with nepotism. And that's in the newsletter on LinkedIn. If you want to look up the Dr. Whisperer and uh, and read the latest one and subscribe, because I'm, you know, going to start getting a little more bold. I don't know. Can I get more bold? I feel like it is the only way to do business at this stage. I really feel like not even business in my own personal life. I want somebody that is brave enough to tell me the truth. And that's what I do for my clients. I am brave enough to tell them the truth. I am brave enough to tell them that nepotism in the workplace never works. I, I set the stage I talk about how um, I'm concerned about this. You have to be willing to tell the truth. So I think that um, I'm going to just, well, I know I'm going to get a little more bold if that is even possible. I went back and I started reading some of the information I used to put out about the Dr. Whisperer and um, how to treat our teams and how to not fire people on a Friday because that's easy for you and not, you know, great for the person you're terminating because a lot of suicides have happened that way. But that's another episode that I will try to do at least once a month. But um, I wanted to make mention of a new sponsor that we are bringing on uh, in the month of May. They are a phenomenal company. I was Really, really excited that I got to interview um, Ed from uh, SRA 831B, and they are really doing incredible work. Now, I only have sponsors on this show that I believe in, and I believe in this company. I believe that I have watched many physicians not do well in in the financial world. Woo! I was just going to say something about that nepotism, but I'm going to keep it to myself. These, this group in particular really knows how to give a safe space for tax dollars to work for the physicians, to work for the group. You know, great stories about how um, this tax liability could put money into a vehicle that's, you know, tax advantage to self-insure risks. Um you know, there's insurance policies out there that are getting just thicker and thicker and and not because they're adding more coverage, but um, it's because they're adding more exclusions and exemptions. And it's, you know, it's just making it more difficult to file claims. So this company really has great resources and they are, they've done tremendous work for especially doctors in the pandemic, you know, where there were a lot of dentists that really went through, I would say, the hardest times because they they couldn't see patients. You know, it was emergency patients only. If that, a lot of them closed. And the people that had this company on their side, you know, they were uh, they were taking a break, a little vacation 
while everybody was closing their office and they had this funding that allowed them to continue and continue to pay their staff and pay their own salaries. So you're going to hear more about this company in May, which I'm very happy that you'll be hearing about. But I did do an interview not too long ago with Ed from SRA uh, 831. So please look up that episode if you want to learn more. And yeah, I mean, my goal is just to get a little more honest. And um, you're going to hear from Dr. Mudgill, who really goes off about insurance companies. So (laughs) if you want to hear from a physician in New York City on Fifth Avenue that has built a tremendous business and has a huge following on TikTok and Instagram, he's got 3 million followers on TikTok and to 300,000, I think now on Instagram, but he is fired up about insurance. And, and these are the kinds of conversations that we have here. We're having business of medicine conversations. And I only want to have conversations that are honest. The only people that I have in my inner circle are people that are willing to tell me the truth. I don't need anybody telling me what I want to hear. And that's not what I do for my own clients, but I'm really trying to move away from those clients and focusing more on this podcast show and speaking at medical conferences about these topics so I can help the masses versus the one-on-one that I feel sometimes it's not penetrating. Sometimes it's easier to hear this information when you're alone on a podcast show, when you have your AirPods in, or maybe you're at a conference and I'm on stage, not speaking specifically about you, but actually talking directly to you. So I'm really excited about May. And uh, again, full transparency, I had a moment where I thought I would stop doing this show because I'm really focusing more about mental health in the workplace. But as my husband has always said, but man, you're damn good at working with those doctors. And you know what? He ain't wrong. I really have a, a big, big place in my heart for physicians. And I have for so long because I see what goes on behind the scenes. I know how difficult it is to see patients, to go to the hospital, to be on call, to have staff, you know, to miss the play of your kids, to to deal with nepotism in the workplace, to spend marketing dollars that you think you don't have, to learn how to do social media. I, I really have a lot of empathy for my docs. And that's why I'm going to continue doing this show so we could help more docs and nurse practitioners and PAs and anybody else that is in the business of medicine, because it's certainly not just for physicians, but I've had a lot, I've had a lot of, uh, uh, history with my docs, MDs, DOs, acupuncturists, um, physiatrists, neurosurgeons, plastic surgeons, you name it, I've worked with them. And uh, one thing we all have in common is that we are human and we can learn and we can make mistakes and we can grow. But I hope you stop making that mistake in hiring somebody or having anybody that is related to you in your business if they really don't know how to run business. With that, I'd like to thank you for being here today. And I hope that you share this with somebody that you think might need to hear about it.
because there are many, many, many practices out there that are being run by relations of the doctors, and it is not a good idea. I don't have any problem telling you that. It is a horrible idea. I have yet to see it work out. So I wish somebody would come on the show actually and prove me wrong. That I would love. But they'd have to be really honest. You know what I mean? They'd have to be real honest. I don't think that uh, there's any married couples or related uh, families that are working within a business that are are not having a hard time. So thank you for being here today. Stay tuned for our awesome new sponsor that will keep this show going. And um, I, I love what I do. I love my doctors. I really do. That's why I tell them the truth. And I will continue to do that on the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.